everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I have the amazing Kevin the Builder here today. So thank you so much for being here today. Of course. Love you. Oh my God. I love you too. We just had like the best like 20 minute conversation about life. And I'm so happy to know that you are a Hufflepuff. I am totes a Hufflepuff here. <laughs> I love that. I feel like the generation below us like doesn't care about Harry Potter. And I don't Not know if I more. can trust. I know like, I'm like, but why? It's so important. They're like, yeah, but no, it's all TikTok now. They and... just don't know what's good for them anymore. So. Right. Okay. I gotta tell you the wildest story. So first house party back last night. And I usually, I'm usually the youngest person in the room. Mm-hmm. I was that very used much- to be me until I hit 30 and then things change. <laughs> I'm going to be 29 this year and I keep forgetting I'm going to be 29 <laughs> yeah. this year because I usually like to age myself up a year because mm-hmm. I, I, if I if I act older, I am older. Yeah. So I keep thinking, like, am I 29 going on 30? Am I 28 going on 29? Like, I can't remember. But like the other day, I was like, you know, you're going to be 29 in August. So I'm like, it's my last year of my 20s. Yep. Let's end this off on a bang. I got to do something awesome because like the top of your 20s always sucks because you're in college, university, you're poor because you're in college yeah. and university or you're working a, a job and you're like cashier, customer service person. Like my beginning 20s sucked really hard. I would say my middle 20s got really good. And as I, as I keep aging, it keeps um, getting better. Did you find that way with your 20s? Mm, early 20s were great. Okay. And then I started like my career started like right after college. So it was like there was no like buffer zone between going from work to to having like a real job, like my adult job kind of a thing. So I wish there was like that gap year somewhere in there, you know, that people Mm -hmm. do like that whole like year traveling through Europe or something like that. But yeah, I didn't have that. (laughs) No, I didn't have that. I went to college um I was I had just turned 18 yeah um and I did I was a graphic designer Mm -hmm. and then I did and then I did social media marketing and then I did that for two years because I did the fast pass so basically I went to school every day for two years um and then the last year I did like a part-time of that to finish it off and then I switched to culinary and then I did that uh, for five years Mm -hmm. and then I don't work in the chef field because I like money and I like to go home at five o'clock. I was going to say the hours probably really are horrible. Yeah. So it's a, it's a 15 hour day and you make five cents more than minimum yeah, no, wage. Yeah. yeah, no, I, d- I did that all throughout school and I'm like, no, I'm good. And then yeah. I got a job of marketing, which is like the easiest you can possibly do. Cause all you have to do is just say really like, like, I don't know, like bougie words to like <laughs> old white men and they don't know what you're saying. And then yeah. they're like, you're so smart. And I'm like, yes. 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 A hundred percent. Yes. Um, but, and then I, like, I got this job I'm in now I've had it for about three years and um, I'm like, I, I want to move on, but I'm just at this point where like, we're trying for a kid. So it's just a little awkward. Uh, it's really fun to be a woman, um, when, especially in childbearing age, so you actually really get looked over yeah. for new jobs because they're like, Oh, well, like you're going to take a mat leave. Uh, it sucks. So I'm stuck. I'm it's stuck. horrible. It's horrible. I'm stuck where yeah. I am. Anyways. So last night, youngest person in the room everyone is between 38 and 45 and I love those person nobody was on their phone like it, it like it threw me for a loop because anytime I'm with like anybody maybe my age or just a little bit younger mm-hmm. everyone's on their phones yeah and vaping <laughs> and last night it was just like 
I had just had struck up this lovely conversation with this gentleman and we were just talking about like life and, you know, trying for a family and the expectations and, you know, just take it slow and enjoy yourself. And I was sitting there, I was like, this is actually stimulating conversation. The last time I was at a house party of a 19 year old and all I kept hearing was, yo, come check this out. It's going to be on TikTok. And I just like, I just kept turning. I'm like, what's, what are you? But that's like the difference in age group for parties now, too. Like you're entering this like more mature, like, you know, party aspect versus than when it was back in college, you know, we're having like these dinner parties and we're talking about interest rates on mortgages. Yep. Yep. Like refinancing a house. Like (laughs) I think the best thing is like seeing your college friends who would like drink wine out of a sock (laughs) that are now like in business attire drinking like the bougiest wine you could possibly (laughs) oh yeah exactly and they're just like we're civilized now and I'm like I saw you like try to combine wine and Katie and try to make bougie like alcoholic macaroni yeah like I don't know (laughs) like it's or it's funny I think the best one is and I promise we'll get started with this interview is like when people for wedding registries put like the most like outrageous stuff on their wedding registry right I'm sorry you need a a thousand dollar tea set yeah you go to you go to Tim Hortons every day and get steep tea are like are you like are you not going to do that and just use this bougie like china like tea set like what <laughs> what housewarming parties are the same way they're registries <laughs> or baby registries yeah oh my god um not my co-workers she's sweet baby angels like everything on her registry is 25 dollars or less which mm-hmm. i respect that immensely totally but my high school friend i can't go so she's just like well send me a present <laughs> Okay. Anything um, under like $200. <laughs> I wish $200 was the price mark. Everything. It's like these like Burberry onesies and like these like, um, like very except She wants a Louis Vuitton diaper bag. I'm like, girl. On a registry? Yeah. I'm like, girl, Lord. you work at like Walmart. Like, yeah. I know, I know you married rich, but like you, you're a cashier. <laughs> like, what's, <sighs> people anyways you're a great person thank you i appreciate that you're welcome (laughs) and i promise that was the only segue we will have with this yeah Yeah, right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i had my fingers crossed yeah (laughs) Uh, kevin i definitely want to hear your sims history and a little bit about yourself so i've been playing the sims since the beginning probably like everybody else you know my age so i am 32 going on 33 this year. And I remember like the first time I played the Sims was at a friend's house in like sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And we were just like, he was, he was showing me like how to play it. And I was like, what is this game? You know, like I hadn't really played computer games at that point. I was more like on consoles with my brother and my sister. So I'm like one of three. I'm the baby of three. So my sister's 10 years older than me and my brother is eight years older than me. So like, there's this like, I was this like surprise, you know, so like I had these older siblings that were constantly like taking care of me. And, you know, I remember playing like Tomb Raider and then like anything on like Sega Genesis, uh, PlayStation, like that kind of stuff early on. And um, 
when my friend showed me the Sims on computer, I was like, this is pretty cool. You know, like you basically build these like ridiculous homes, you create these Sims that all look the same. And I think, you know, what started on early with becoming like a builder in the game, right. Was that I was constantly, cause I remember like you could, um, do the astrology signs like on the first sims or maybe that was sims 2 somewhere in there but like i would always make my sims look the same because i didn't want to like spend time to like create them you know and so i would then go into building and like basically build this gaudy mansion that had the most expensive of everything in it you know and then my whole town and world would constantly have the exact same sims like walking around and coming over to visit me because there weren't like those customizations early on in the games um but that was like early on and then finally i remember in high school was when i was playing sims 3 probably more like religiously than anything and i loved the open world aspect of it i loved that you could manipulate the world like there was the credo world aspect of it where you could put lots like wherever mm-hmm. you could to some restriction but like basically you could build neighborhoods and like put more lots on the roads and stuff like that so i do remember doing that but then again at that time I'm in high school I'm doing a lot of like fine art stuff through school and I didn't really think that there was like a career path of like going towards architecture or design for me at that time Mm -hmm. so I was actually going to go to school for photojournalism like I was doing a lot of photography yearbook like that kind of stuff in high school and then finally like last minute like right before I was about to start my bachelor's, I was like, you know what? There's this program, interior design. I'm moving to Denver and I'm going to school out there and I'm going to go there for interior design. And um, it was great. It was fun. I did a year there and then I transferred to a school in Chicago here and continued my bachelor's. And they did an accelerated program too, um, where it was like, year round. So I was able to get my bachelor's in three years for interior design. So BFA. And then I got hired on by the firm that I was um, interning with at the time. And then, you know, maybe six years ago, I moved to another firm. And then during COVID was when Sims 4 really like popped for me. And so I was like, you know what, let's take these real life experiences and like building aspects and like put them into the game, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think, you know, I've been having a lot of fun doing it where like I'll take I'll be working on like a real life project where we have like these wine cellar cubes, you know, like framed out with black metal and glass and everything. And then like I'll try and portray that with Moschino windows and the Sims and then like the wine racks and stuff like that. So it's like been a lot of like, how do I do this for real life in the Sims? So that's that's kind of I Sims 2. I don't think I played much of Sims 2. At least it's just like in the back of my head somewhere. But I think I went one, three, started four at some point and was like, this is horrible, stopped, and then picked it back up during COVID. So Kevin, that is amazing. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. okay. Um, no, I love that. There's a ton of simmers that are also interior decorators. Um, mm-hmm. Another one is the Disney Sims. She does yes. a lot of cast, but she is, it does that. And she told me, and I was like, do you think it gives you a better eye 
for when you're in the sims where you're able to create stuff more realistically because that is your job probably in, yeah, yeah i i i would say so okay what is the coolest interior design project you've ever done in real life in real life okay um and about two years ago i finished a home so in the Chicago area, there is this like vacation neighborhood that's like in Southern Wisconsin called Lake Geneva. And basically back when the Chicago fire happened, like Mm -hmm. years and years and years ago, I don't know if you're familiar with Chicago history at all, but I actually, Chicago is my favorite city. I know lots about Chicago. Hands down, it is seriously the best third coast out there. I mean, it is so good. It is Absolutely. So good. I actually have Chicago questions for you after that I was saving okay. for the end. No, I love Chicago. I actually got proposed to at the Bean. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I know. That's absolutely amazing. I, I've been to Chicago, I want to say... 12 times well when you come back oh you gotta I, hit hit me up i because, will hit you up yeah, my, yeah. me and my girlfriend that's all we talk about is like we'll yeah. literally text each other like we miss chicago but it, we'll we'll, so we'll, yeah. we'll save chicago we'll we'll anyways back. anyways yes so there when the chicago fire happened a lot of these rich um millionaires in chicago had property up on this lake which is about like two and a half hours outside of chicago and that town became like really developed with like mm-hmm. old homes and everything like that up there so I worked on a lake house up there that was sort of this uh, tradition more transitional in design so it's like that bridge between traditional design and contemporary and there is so many neat elements from like this uh, their kitchen has this uh, Mondrian art um inspired refrigerator wall that has like all this black steel and like white resin panel cabinet fronts and they have uh what they call bridge where like it's a two-story space Mm -hmm. but up in the rafters you know you can kind of imagine like the framing of like these rafters going down in triangles there's like a little bridge that connects one wing to the other wing and it's all these exposed timbers and has these like black metal collar ties and brackets and everything and it's just it's such a very cool house and the fact that it's like a vacation home for these people is just like you know it is this like breakaway from city living for them so that is incredible because it's a literal, it's a literal escape from like suburbia yep. where it's like, wow, it's the same house over, exactly. and over and over. Exactly. I think that's what I love about interior design. It, it can, you can literally t- do anything mm-hmm. and, and no matter what you do and you have this, like you have a concept and you're able to just make it real. And I think that's yeah. just something I love, even with Sims building is you have this idea in your mind yeah. and it, Sims allows you to create it. Yep. yep. Yes. But I uh, know, Kevin, that is awesome. Um, OG Sim Builder. Oh my God, OMG Sim. I am an OG Sim Builder. I started playing in 03. Yeah. I actually found, the last time I was home, my old Sims notebooks. Did you really? I did. My mom keeps everything. She yeah. has my project I did about puffins from grade one. And she's like, she has a prize. Like, it's like, I want to know about prize. Mm-hmm. Like she has everything. So I was cleaning through my stuff. Cause all, all she keeps saying to me, she's like, you need to clean out the basement. I'm like, no, no, you need to clean out the basement. Cause I've already said, these are projects. When I was a kid, I don't care. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, she's like, I've cleaned out the old desk. Just, just look at everything. And I found all of my old notebooks because I wanted to like, I would map out like what I was going to build yeah, and literally what rooms. And like, that's what me and my childhood 
best friend Casey would Mm -hmm. do on Saturday nights because we had no life. And my mother would ship me off to her house almost every weekend. And that's all I did. I was like, like, I'm pretty sure Casey's mom, I was just like their adopted daughter. Yeah. Like I was just always there, but Casey got me into the Sims because so her dad worked in it. Mm -hmm. She had a computer in her room. Yeah. Which was like unheard of in like 2003. So we used to, and she lived five houses down from our public school and her mom was a stay at home mom. So she was allowed to go home for lunch because (laughs) her mom would walk her to and from. And I went, I went, I, Casey's mom would like literally feed me grilled cheese, carrot sticks and chocolate milk like (laughs) every day. Yeah. Um, so, but, and then we'd have an, who gives a, a small child an hour and a half lunch? A long lunch. It's a long lunch. I mean, so, even an hour is long. <laughs> I I agree. An hour is yeah. definitely long. But yeah, like an hour and a half lunch. And we would sit and play The Sims, like, because we had like every class together. So yeah. like literally instead of like talking about, you know, math and English, because who needs those things? Yeah, no. We would talk, we would talk about like, okay, so like at lunch, we're gonna build this house and we're gonna do like this. Um I played a lot of Sims 1 and I played a lot of Sims 2. I didn't play any of Sims 3. Best to my knowledge, I may I maybe played it like five or ten times. Mm-hmm. I think I at first I interchanged Sims 3 and Sims 4 together. Yeah. I know that sounds weird, but I was thinking about it the other day. Um, so when we got this house, what we did is we built it in the Sims and we were able to place the furniture that we already had and we could scale it out. Which is so cool to think about it because at this time yeah. I wasn't I wasn't playing The Sims like I am now. This was just yeah. something that I was like, oh my god, remember that game The Sims that like, like we were a kid? Yeah. We're like, why don't we do that? And we did, and um, and I didn't realize it until like I want to say like last week that it was it's Sims three I built it, not Sims four, because I built my fiance and myself in it just so we can like you know like have fun and live in yeah. this house that we just have. And it, I put body hair on him. Yeah. And I didn't, I, I didn't like put two and two together. And I was, I was making a sim. That's CC. <laughs> right? I was making a yeah. sims in the Rose Chronicles. I was like, where the fuck's the body hair? Yeah. Where the fuck's the body? What? I'm like, oh my God. I played Sims 3 when I did that. Cause I was like, where's the Sims 4 body hair? You know, yeah. what would we do before Google? They're like, there is no, I'm like, oh shit. I said, like, I guess I can't say I did play Sims 3. Yeah. I just confused it with Sims 4. Um, but like, I would, I think I would like to go back and play Sims 3, not on my mother, like my computer that's like for a mom answering emails. Yeah. Like I only have like 15 gig left on this on a good day. I have to yeah. like literally take these interviews off like every time <laughs> I do Pretty quickly. Yeah. Pretty quickly because my computer like, won't open. But what is your favorite rendition oh. of the Sims? Like pack wise? Is that what matter. you're thinking? It okay. could be, it could be, it could be game version. It could be pack because, you know, like there's like three different types of u- university. Like uh, it's whatever you want. I mean, I, I love the building in Sims 4, but I do love like Sims 3 aspects. So it's like, I did enjoy that open world thing. And I, I mean, I know, I think some people had trouble with like loading and stuff like that. Mm. I never had like, too much of a lag on that or at least not that I was like paying attention at the time but I do enjoy the building in Sims 4 I wish the um like the creative sim and like the build objects had more customizations to them where like you could get that same color like across 
the the objects because sims 3 had that color wheel you know Mm -hmm. so like you could make that sweater like the same blue as the pants or like you can make that armoire the same color as the end tables like you had that capability or the wallpapers too like I vividly remember this now that there was this like damask wallpaper in sims 3 that you could like make the print one color in the background like another color and so you know it's like things like that like I I enjoy that but you know I miss it (laughs) I I see I can't miss what I don't have because I don't remember doing stuff with that but like I wish we had the capability in the sims 4 like to me, The Sims 4 is very pretty. Mm-hmm. It's very, you know, like everything that has nice background and all this stuff. It's gotten yeah. obviously better with age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. But it's it's missing all this stuff. And like they have the ability to do, to do it. it. They've done it before. That's yeah. why we're just, everyone just keeps screaming for mm-hmm. these like, oh, like I want this. I want this. I want this. I don't know. Like, do you think it's going to come back in Sims 5? Because it's not coming to Sims 4. If they would, if they could. Uh, yeah, I don't think, it, no, because no. I think yesterday they announced that Sims 5 is coming out like next year. So it's, you know, there's no reason for them to do it at this point. No. You know, like there's a year left. Um, but like my husband, he plays Assassin's Creed like crazy. Mm-hmm. And that is like a very open world mm-hmm. concept game. But why can a PlayStation handle that concept? But yet, you know, Sims 4 doesn't or you know the way that do you play Animal Crossing at all or anything like that I have but I have not put any of the newer ones okay so there is an aspect that allows you to allow friends to come visit your island right so like I could see that play happening where like you have your friends and you could invite them over to Mm -hmm. a lot and stuff like that but you know I don't think there was like a hot second for like a Sims online too, like, you know, back in the day. And I feel like I was too young for that when that came out. And it was like a bunch of like creepy people who like were like abusing it, (laughs) you know? And so I feel like they need to figure out that way of like controlling open world online play, you know, with this next Sims 5. So I totally agree. Now, Kevin, I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't, want it to ever be a multiplayer game yeah that's just me personally sure sims to me is my escape yeah and that's for me to just be me i it takes me 20 minutes to load when i go between set to set for rose chronicles i Mm -hmm. couldn't even imagine if i had to have other people or just it not showing up right because my problem is is like the sims team has like they have the ability to actually pull something off and mm-hmm. then at the same time, they don't. I couldn't even imagine the glitches and everything that yeah. come with trying to like get your friends there. And I understand the social aspect behind it for maybe yeah. some people who that's how they can like how they have friends. And I completely accept that. But mm-hmm. from my like my personal gameplay, I yeah. would turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my gameplay is very slim, you know, like I usually do building like I'd say my my building is like 75% of it and then I do like on I'm stream on Twitch too and Mm -hmm. there is a community gameplay that we do where people can upload themselves and then they'll do I do the great simish bake-off too so like basically it's like this whole baking competition but we build the estates and mansions of the houses that you know are around the great British bake-off and then people are allowed to like play that way through the stream and everything but that's about as much gameplay as I actually get into (laughs) 
Right? Like, I don't want gameplay. Like, anytime I, like, I have any time of gameplay on, like, mm-hmm. someone's always dying. Yeah. So, like, one of my, like, one of my townies is, like, always just, like, and then, like, everyone's sad. I'm like, God, this is a happy scene. Yeah. Everyone's sad. Anyways, um, talking about EA's releases. So, EA, the Q1 has just wrapped up. It would have yeah. wrapped up two days ago. Mm-hmm. What do you think is in store for Q2, Q3, and Q4? I have no idea. Like, I feel like it's always all over the place. You know, it's like, eh, you know, last year they did the Pride and, you know, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff, which was great. Yes. And I think there, I like seeing that, like, connection to real life a lot. You know, like the... I mean, the menswear kit thing, like that was cool because it was obviously connected to an actual fashion brand and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see more of that sort of like correlation, maybe licensing or something like that, where it doesn't look cheap, though. Like, I don't want it to look bad. <laughs> I I agree. Like, yeah. So what a lot of people are hoping for are uh, different packs with different ethnicities. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone I've spoken to has asked for an African pack. Mm-hmm. I think that African Indian uh, have different representation for yes. China instead of it being like the like Japan, which was yep. the snowy escape pack. snowy escape one. Um, what different ethnic uh, world would you like to see in The Sims moving forward? Moroccan, Middle Eastern. You know, that's all stuff that. Mm culturally we as like a western society right we don't mm-hmm. see that you know and, and not in gameplay too much and it not only from like an architecture standpoint but like culturally too you know like I want to see you know and create a sim caftans for like men yes. and like I want to see you know new roofing shapes and adornments and you know and building and you know, I just feel like we're we're so like Western civilized that mm-hmm. like we don't see that side of you know society. Oh my god, I I totally agree. I stepped out and said, "Oh, like I'm like it's really Western based, and yeah. I'd love to see different cultures." I got slammed for saying that. They're like, how, "How dare you shit on your culture?" I mean, yeah. the Oasis kit like was like a, like a to, like a toe in the pool. You know, yeah. like, it was like almost there. I just, I just really feel like Sims is playing it safe. Like they keep releasing these kits and I'd love to see the different ethnicities, but that's like, they're like, okay, so we're doing it. And that's great. I would love them to take the next step and making worlds for all these and Mm -hmm. playing it not as safe. I, I'm like, everyone thinks the next, uh, expansion pack is probably going to be generations. Yeah. I mean, everyone has talked about it. It must be somewhat form of true. I, I hope so. I, I do. I do hope that we will see disabilities in there and other mm. forms of bringing it more real Yeah. instead of it, you know, like everybody just looks, excuse me, the same. And they like, yeah. like, I, like, I want to see missing appendages and missing limbs. Yeah. People have those struggles and they, if they choose to make themselves the Sims with those, if they have them, great. I just want to show those representations that no matter who you are or what you look like, that you are accepted in this community. And this yeah. community is very based on Western culture. Yeah. And that's the whole point of the Sims is being able to create yourself and the world around you. And it's really hard to do if you're not in North America. Yeah. Right. So that that's my hope for the Absolutely. Sims. Absolutely. And I really do hope that even in Sims 5, we'll definitely see more cultures and different they types, yeah. different types of hair types. Like instead of just having like like white girl blonde hair, like I want to see 
appropriate hair. And the only way that's going to happen is if Sims allows these communities into the room where it happens. Absolutely. So they can have those discussions and something that I'm, I'm excited to see that they've now started inviting more CC creators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, what I'm concerned about is EA is just going to take credit for everything. Yeah. And that's the thing I'm concerned of. Like mm-hmm. these CC creators make the game. The community makes the game. EA yeah. may physically make the game, but they don't yeah. make the game. They're, yeah. they're a business, they're a corporation. It's us as a community that makes this game. I just don't want to see them shit on the community because if they did that, they're going to lose the community yeah, of what they built, right? Yeah, yeah. So I hope for Sims 5 that they have everything figured out. I would like to, I would love them to say in a couple years from now and have a press conference and say, listen, our team was divided in half about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And most of my te- our team was dedicated to Sims 5. That's why all these Sims 4 packs have been broken, yeah. unfinished, because we were so focused on Sims 5. We apologize mm-hmm. for this. We would like to reward you for your dedication to us by X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like, I to me, like all these unfinished packs, like we just got a um, a patch update for Wedding Story that came out in February. They They released it on April Fool's Day. Does it still work? Does it, it do- work? It does work. I'm here. I haven't. Okay. I haven't played it. I don't do any gameplay, but from everybody else, it's like it's somewhat fixed. It's, it's somewhat fixed. It's somewhat yeah. fixed. Now that instead of you know you die in your seats because you can't leave, now they can somewhat walk around, right. but they're still like stuck there. I don't know if you can cut the cake, and that's working or walking down <sighs> the aisle. Like everything they promised. Like at what point? And I got to ask you this: yeah. what point as a Sims player are you like? Is enough enough? And I don't want to buy any more packs. I don't want to do any more and support this because what what you're giving me is broken. I just feel like when it comes to gameplay, you know, like why move on to the next thing if you still have something that's broken, you know? And then you just kind of like dig that hole deeper in a way. So like, then you have that other thing that's broken, plus the thing that you were just working on that you're trying to fix is also broken. So it's like, I feel like instead of trying to push out and like grabbing for all this money right now, Mm -hmm. you know, just focus on what you have and make it better with, you know, updates or like little in-game things, you know, so that it's not necessarily having to buy a whole new kit or having to buy a whole new pack, you know, kind of a thing. I, I don't know. I just... I, I don't like that aspect of like, you know, moving on to the next thing just because you have a deadline and you have to make money kind of mm-hmm. a thing. Like, you know, let's, you're a big company. You should be able to fix these little things. And then, you know, it's almost as bad as like, if you were to, you know, create these objects and you mm-hmm. place it and like the object doesn't work, you know? So like why, you know, nobody's going to want to then invest in that, you know, for building or, you know, whatnot. I don't know. I just think they need to slow it down maybe a little bit. I agree. The problem is, is they're just, they're rushing out these kits. Yeah. Because kits are easy, right? It's all debug yeah. stuff and they're just rescanning it and reshading it. And they're just, mm. they're throwing an $8 price tag on it and we're buying it. Yeah. And it's for console players, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. What, that's what kits are for because they can't have CC. They can't have CC. Yeah. I want I want a finished stuff pack. I want a finished game pack. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if they never have another expansion. Mm-hmm. in their life to be honest with you i think 
country living was a great love letter to the fans. We've listened to you. We want this. I'm yeah. fine with that. But like, I, I know the Sims team has stepped out and this was like about a year ago. So they still have three to four more years of Sims content, Sims 4 content. I don't know if I want it if it's broken because all we're going to sit and talk about like how broken it is and then they're not going to apologize and then they're going to put out game patches and then everybody has amnesia and forgets that these game packs yeah. are broken and just continue to buy it and EA doesn't care because they're just laughing because I got into a little heated debate about what because I bought uh, my wedding story like the day it was released after mm -hmm. everything was sorted out with Russia. Yeah. And they're like, how dare you buy this? Um, it's not finished. And I said, I bought it for the wedding cakes. I didn't buy it for any of the gameplay. Yeah. I didn't do that. And I understand you may be upset, but EA didn't hold a gun to my head and said, you must buy this. I yeah. willingly chose to do that yeah. knowing it was broken. Mm -hmm. That's in the, And that's where EA says, well, you bought it. Yeah. Like, you read it wasn't worth it. You still bought, that's on you. At the, yeah. And that's a marketing 101, yeah. right? And I will say the marketing team at EA is phenomenal. It's pretty good. Because they 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 show us what we want. Like I would say like, it's almost at fire festival levels of showing us our, <laughs> what we want. Yeah. And then it's not what we expected because like, I remember watching the trailer and I was like, holy shit, I want this. Like, look, yeah. because my dream is to have a wedding cake bakery. I saw it and I was like, oh my God. And I saw the Sims community with like these hundreds of wedding cakes. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is everything I've ever wanted and more like, mm -hmm. where do I sign? This is perfect. And then it's all broken. And I was more mad about the wedding cakes that you actually have to physically make every single one you want. You can't just go to the bug and grab the, the shape or color you want. It doesn't yeah. work like that. And I was like, and they only last for nine hours and you can't upload it to the gallery and bring it down because they're rotten. They'll be rotten. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, that ruined that I was more mad at that. that. Was, it broke my dreams. <laughs> it broke my EA ruined everything. But like, but that's the whole point. I'm I've constantly said EA's but EA is a business. Well, it is. Yeah. It's a business. It's out there to make money. When that wedding pack was announced, was released, you know, was sort of like re-released in a way mm -hmm. that got so much news and like it was yes. all over Twitter. It was everywhere. And like people were like angry about yes. it. You know, and, you know, I feel bad for the gurus because they're the upfront people mm -hmm. and they're the ones that were taking a ton of flack for it, you know? Yes. And, uh, you know, I just, why, you know, if it, if it's broken, fix it, you know, just yeah. simple, simple as that. Push the release back. Yes. Because like, so it came to my attention. So the Harry Potter game, Harry Potter Legacy is yep. coming out this year. I, I've never been so excited for a console game. I'm not a console game player. I have ADHD, so I just mash buttons and hope for yeah. the best. Yeah. But this game, I'm really excited about. This game has been pushed back and pushed back and pushed yeah. back. Yeah. But because it wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't meet their deadlines. It's no different Rightfully than a movie so, though. or a TV yeah. show. Yeah, because now I know when it comes out, it's going to be finished and it's yeah. going to be worth the $80 price tag that comes with these. And mm -hmm. the thing is, is these, these kits are in expansion packs are expensive. Like in Canada, an expansion pack is $60. Yeah. That is a week's worth of food in my house. That's crazy. That's a Absolutely lot. Crazy. That's a lot yeah. of money. Right. So like, like you gotta be 
picky and choosy, like EA, no matter what they do, they're not demographing to me and you mm-hmm. like they they're going for like daddy buys me everything mm-hmm. and they'll just yeah, here. Sell it out. Yeah. Right. And I think I think that's missing a whole bit. Like I'm concerned that like I may not be able to play my favorite game because my computer won't be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. And having a four thousand dollar gaming computer is a, an extreme luxury. It is very much a luxury. And that not everybody can have, right? No, no. Right. Anyways, and I feel like a lot of these um these packs right now are mm-hmm. just they're just trying to grab for money right yep. now. And it's, it's too quick, you know, just like we were saying, like, it's just, they're trying to turn over profit way too quick on these things. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. I know. I totally agree. I think though, we should talk about your stuff though. Cause we, okay. yes, I'm like, we've been dwelling so much. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, don't be sorry. I don't, okay. want, I don't want people to be like, this is a sad one. We want to yeah. <laughs> we're, we're like happy here. We're so we're happy. Ha- we're so happy. Yeah. We're so happy to be here on this Sunday morning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Kevin, I, I want to talk about your builds. Cause they're absolutely incredible. I want you to walk me through your process from start to finish from concept to adding it to the gallery. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when I build, I usually, you know, I'm, I'll see something, you know, I'll see it in Pinterest, I'll see it in real life. And then I'm like, okay, that's cool. Let's do that in the Sims. And, you know, it could be anything from like, I'm looking for like a little vacation. And, you know, I see this A-frame, you know, cabin that I want to go to and visit. And I'm like, oh, let's build that in the Sims. You know, let's do that. Or, um, you know, it's, it's just stuff like that, taking real life and building it and then putting it on the gallery is what I do. And then when I started Sims 4, I was like, so into shell challenges, you know, like I I found all these people who were doing shell challenges and I was like, this is so cool. Like I am a very visual learner kind of person. And so I was like, okay, how do I take this like odd shaped building and like make it look into something? So if you were to like, look on my gallery, like all of my earlier builds are all like just shell challenges, but I don't think they look like it. That's the thing. You know, they actually look like real builds at the end of the day. So. No, and that's, that's awesome. Um, what tip and trick can you give to anybody who's just out there starting to build? Take your time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do speed builds. Don't try. And, but like, you have to think outside of the box, you know, like, sure, you might, you know, don't be scared by tool. I didn't use tool until like last fall. Like, all my, all my earlier builds were like tool free. It was all alt placing, raising. You need to know like all these little tricks to make the builds look realistic and then to also take objects and, um, you know, make it look different, you know, and that was one of the things with, um, which I know that we'll probably talk about later, but the builder games right now that I'm in is just like, Mm -hmm. there is no tool. There is no red shelf being allowed to be used in it. And it's like taking me back to this like whole thought process of like how I used to build. And I'll be, I'll be, you know, trucking along and I'll be like, Oh wait, I should do this. Oh, I can't rotate that. I can't flip it. You know? So it's like kind of bringing me back to like a more grounded building experience. And all I can say is learn those little tricks to, um, manipulate objects a little bit. So. I think that's definitely really good. Kevin, I'm going to tell you something. I've never used tool in my life and I have, yeah. no, I have no, I have no intention to, yeah. um, for builders out there. I totally get it. Believe yep. me. I saw so the last I want to say week because this has been like not that I've been dragging my heels. This is one of the hardest 
builds I've ever done. So, um, I sometimes like, so when I started this, I was like, I'm a builder, I'm a builder, I'm a builder. So I, I collabed with Luna Wendy for her Disney legacy challenge and I've Mm -hmm. done all of her builds so far. So she, she put it down for a little bit. I interviewed her last year and Mm -hmm. then she, she picked it right back up. She's like, you inspired me. I want to, I want to pick this back. I was like, perfect. I know when someone says they inspire you, I'm getting a little bit more frequently now. Like I started this because of you. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. The the best one was a couple of weeks ago. Someone's like, I am dyslexic just like you. And I decided to think, okay, we're, we're going to have an after chat about this because my fiance said to me last night, he was so proud of me. We were playing a game mm-hmm. and I had to read out what I had to say. He, he, he knows I get like, I get a little nervous. I don't get mm-hmm. nervous for anything. Cause like, I'm a basically a walking clown that makes fart jokes these days, Yeah, but I had to sit and read in front of people. I don't really know. Yeah. And I only stumbled twice. That's great. I, I read the paper every day. Yeah. I, Cause it's like, I, the last time I was measured, I was at a level six, uh, sorry, not level six, grade six reading level and the paper yeah. in uh, Canada doesn't go past uh, grade six. So I'm able to read the paper comfortably, um, comfortably. And then yeah. I'm able to understand some different phrases and words. And I'm, I'm more confident now in pointing out saying, what does this say? Mm-hmm. How do you read this? Yeah. Um, I mean, I can, I, are you comfortable talking about it or is this? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, so I so people are it. like, no, 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 no. I talk about it on stream all the time. And like, that's my big thing is that because I'm playing the Sims and then I'm also trying to read chat at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was diagnosed with dyslexia back when I was in fourth grade, fifth grade, actually, I think is when it was. And I had a teacher who we were doing spelling tests at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Midwest born and raised boy here. Right. All right. And so my teacher was like, oh, you have to know phonetics. You have to learn phonics and all this kind of stuff. Right. So she's telling me the the words on the spelling test and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to process it phonetically as I'm writing it out. Right. But she has this Southern draw. Right. And so she was spelling, you know, let's just Washington, you know, Mm -hmm. like, there's no R in no. Washington, you know, but just and how she said it, it's how she said it. And so I'm trying to write it out phonetically and stuff like that. And then it got to the point where she was like, you know what, just go and memorize the words and then come back into the classroom. Right. And so it became this whole process of like, I have to learn how to memorize how to spell things. Right. So then I get tested. I'm going into sixth grade and I'm at a third grade reading level. Right. I have two tutors, you know, Mm -hmm. thank God for my my parents. But I had a tutor that I was in school with. And then I had a tutor that I would come home to after school to teach me phonics. Mm -hmm. And then throughout that process of middle school, not only am I trying to learn how to catch up in English, but then they throw a foreign language at you, too, that you have to start, too. God forbid I have to try and learn how to speak Spanish and English, you know, at an appropriate rate. So it wasn't until eighth grade that I caught up and stuff like that. But the way that I process sentences is like a jump ahead kind of thing. So I'll be reading the sentence, but I'm like ahead and back. So it's it's hard for people to understand that visual cue because they're like, oh, don't you just flip words inside out and stuff like that? And it's like, it's not necessarily the word that's being flipped inside out. It's the sentence. So I'm I'm now reading sentences ahead and back. And I wish there was a better way of explaining that at the end of the day. But 
when I'm in stream and reading chat, I'm always like, you know, guys, so I have to like slow it down a little bit because, you know, I'm not catching, I'm not following what's going on and stuff like that. But I do feel like that whole process has actually made it easier for me to keep up. So Kevin, well, I want to say thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. I, it, it brings light that like, um, so for me, um, it was, I, I was created three mm-hmm. when they stopped, when they felt they knew something was wrong. So my grade one teacher made me stand up in the middle of a class and read some Dr. Seuss book. And I couldn't read it. And she yeah. said to me, and I will love, she got down to my eye level and said, you will never succeed in life. Yeah. You cannot read. Yeah. And they wanted to hold me back. At, Cause at this time they didn't really know what this, they just thought like I had a dunce hat on. Yeah. My teacher well, would they, give me a dunce hat. Like they treat it as like a learning disability, which it is. Yes. Right. And then it becomes this like neurodivergent thing where, you know, you start getting slated into a specific category, which is true, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just, you're processing things differently. I'm like, I'm a very visual person, yes. you know, and I'm sure you are too, because of this too, mm-hmm. you know? And so you're trying to reteach this, these, you know, phonetics and reading and the more you can have like a graphic novel or you know something like that or a comic like that's going to help put the picture to the words for you as a young yeah at a young age you know so yeah like still to this day I can't read a paragraph and tell you what I've read like it just doesn't comprehend like and I read every third word still to this day every email I read I I read every third word that's why my boss now will put every important message in every third word (laughs) he knows I won't I will I will skip it yeah like 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 last night somebody passed me their phone to get me to read something and I read every fourth word and I passed it back and they're like you read it that quick I was like oh yeah yeah I did like because like I just read it okay I gotta ask you this because what word still trips you up to this day um I had a hard time with jewelry for like the longest time. That word is just hard. That's a fucking word. And then restaurant. I cannot spell restaurant for the life of me. I don't think I could either. Even if I try and type it out, because I'm always like restaurant, restaurant, you know? Yeah, no. And I spell check everything. Thank God for spell check. That's all I can say. I, I still syllable it rest or rot like I will do that when I say when I'm but that still doesn't work for that word (laughs) or like so say like um I I, I'm sure you get this um with sims names that like a lot of them are very different names and Mm -hmm. your brain how we taught each other how to like read are are different than how maybe other people will say their names so like I will say something like for example Luna Wendy I literally she's like her name doesn't look like that when you like when it's written I literally have to say like Luna and then I put a moon and Wendy and then I put the Wendy's lady so I could visually remember what I was reading (laughs) The hardest part of this, so I started doing a lot of voice acting throughout yeah. this because of their paid roles. Stassi got to make some money. You got to make some money, girl. Got to make some money. Got to make that this. coin. Exactly. And I would sit there and read these lines and like it, like I would, I would used to get so frustrated because I'd get halfway through a scene and have to restart everything because I skipped a word or I didn't say the word correctly. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just awful. Yeah. Right. And I, it's, it's gotten better in the last yeah. year. Like my, my fiance last night, he was like, he's like, I'm so proud of you. Like, like you were able to say all these words. I was like, 
well, I just took my time yeah. to try to read it. And what people understand are like, oh, you're, you're dyslexic. You just can't read. Right. Like there's, it's just more of a comprehension. Like, yes, I read what I was reading, but I didn't understand what I was reading. I was just reading yeah. the words and just trying to handle the social cues of like thinking that I understand what I was reading. Cause everyone else understood it. And I was just like, I have to do this action now. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh yeah. And it, and it's in board games and stuff. And I have to read stuff and I'll just kind of sit there after. And they're like, you, you didn't do it. I went, oh shit. What was I supposed yeah. to do? They're like the thing yeah. you read. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Can like, I, I just move it here though. Right. And they're like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and, it, and then you're just, they're kind of like, oh, she just doesn't care. She's not paying attention. And it, that's yeah. the furthest thing yeah. from the truth. It's just, you're trying to takes you longer to process, you know, right. Yeah. It just takes you longer to process. Um, anyways, sim stuff. Oh my God. How many, <laughs> how many, I feel like I knew this was going to be like a two hour interview. Like I, I'm sorry. No, don't say, so, I, I'm going to stop saying I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. No, no, don't say you're sorry. I'm having, I'm having a blast on oh, this good. Sunday morning. Okay. So we were talking about your builds and we yes. were talking about, you know, bringing them to life and tips and tricks. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta ask this. I'm pretty sure I know the answer. CC versus no CC. Uh, I, I, I have, uh, I have now uh, gotten into the CC game. Yeah. Um, I love Harry and Felix Andre mm-hmm. and, um, uh, oh my God, what is their name? What is their name? What is their name? What is their name? Um, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Oh, yes. Yeah. And mainly like for their architectural elements that they create. So it's like wall panels and stuff like that, you know, more than anything. Um, I love being able to create builds that people can download too. So like, obviously then I can't have that CC, but you know, if I let them know what's in it, then yeah. <laughs> no, I, I totally get you. Um, yeah. I'm, I used to be, I'm an OCC girl. I cannot wait till one day I somehow blow up and they pull out the little interview bit that I did where I'm like, I will never use CC yeah. ever. And I'm like, I use it all the time. Um, what I was, what I, and now I remember I was like, what I was saying. So the last couple of days I've been doing this build for Luna Wendy for her, her builds. And I make, I made Tiana's palace. Oh, really? For She's un- my favorite princess, by the way, just she, saying. Absolutely. Yeah. And to me, it goes Tiana, Mulan, yeah. and um, I guess Meredith's not a princess. I guess, okay, sl- I'm going to say Sleeping Beauty, just because like she was my favorite as, as a kid. Cause I was like, she's okay, classic. She's classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I also love about that movie is Disney almost went bankrupt because they hired 50 graphic designers. And that is why that movie is so visually stunning. Cause it was the first time a Disney movie ever hired graphic designers. to do Really? Sense. Yes. Wow. I know. I did not know that. I, it was one of the first things you learned in graphic design school of like really? how graphic designers almost ruined Disney as a corporation. Oh, I know. <laughs> They're like, don't fuck up if you go work at Disney. Right. Um, but anyways, it had to be under 36 K and okay. I did it. And you I did. did? It. I oh my did gosh. Do it. Um, it's on my gallery for anyone who wants to, uh, it's literally Tiana's palace under 36 K is the title. Um, and the, I'm like, it's literally held up by smoke and mirrors. Oh it's literally, gosh. it's all debunked. Yeah. Like yeah. All it the has shit. To be. It has it's to all, be. Yeah. I like, I'm like, I have four workable tables <laughs> and like chairs and, I, and I'm like, it looks pretty 
decent. It's not I'll like, have to check it out. Yeah. Cause like her stuff, she usually like, doesn't give me a, a budget. So like I did like Cinderella's palace. Like that mm-hmm. one, I had a lot of fun doing. I'm really excited to do sleeping beauties cottage because yeah. again, I can, I'm a really fantasy based girl. This is something that's really up my alley, but I was sitting there with this restaurant for the last week being like, this looks like shit. And I actually ended up pulling it together today. And I'm like, I messaged her last night. I was like, I need more money. Yeah. Cause I was like, I'm having such a hard time. She's like, well, you know, it doesn't have to be 35. It could be 30 K like, no, 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 no. Because I, I was like, shit, because she, so it's the first I messaged her. I was like, is this playable? Like, are you playing this? She's like, I want to do two episodes of my let's play in this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's different. Uh, yeah. Because you have to have the actual, like, cause I set it up as a restaurant because she wants to play Tiana as like the restaurant and the mm-hmm, person mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. the food. I'm like, okay. Um, that means I can't have a fridge and a stove and all the rustic shit that I was planning for, because you have to have the chef's ugly chef's, yeah, station. Yeah. Yeah, the chef station. I'm like, that fits not this 1920s theme of everything. I, I was like, this why I was like, fuck it. It's just going in there. But um, <laughs> what actually leads me to this point, this is the first time I've ever done a, like a challenge where it was like like money required. Do you ever find yourself making builds for like, you're like, it doesn't care the price or are you like, I'm going to keep this in budget? I have yet to do that, but I would be interested to be doing that. I have I've never worked with a budget before, but I think that would be a good restriction, especially to think, you know, when I usually upload a build, it's completely furnished and accessorized mm-hmm. and everything. And I know once it goes on the gallery, it's at least like 150 simoleons or 150,000 simoleons. So uh, to work with 36 would definitely be a uh, a challenge. So, oh my God. It, Cause like I'm a paintings girl. I pick like the $10,000 paintings and go bam, 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 bam. Like that's yeah. what I love to do. And I was like, I can't do that. There's yeah. not a lot of wall coverings. Let's put it that way. Yeah, a lot of wallpaper. <laughs> lots and lots of green wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I know you started, I know you've just started with CC, but for anybody who does not play with CC, what in your opinion is the best expansion game pack? stuff pack or kit that has the best bang for your buck if you are a builder uh i love anything from tiny living okay i love that game pack in general just because you have those grades of Mm -hmm. the the small houses so like the micro the tiny and then the uh small house um so i love that pack and then i'd say cottage living is really good just because you get that smeg looking refrigerator in there which i love um, and I actually do, I love the Moschino windows, you know, okay. like there's these things that are like so worth it in those packs to me that I love using. Um, and then the Strangerville stuff. Oh, I love any, yeah. yeah, all build items in Strangerville is good to me. So I, I agree. I literally, I was doing my second ever collab. I was doing Bates Motel mm-hmm. and I was doing with Pam and she's like, you need Strangerville. And I was like, yeah. well, I have Christmas money. So like, whatever. I love spending, I love spending Christmas money on some stuff because technically it's not my money. It's it's somebody else's money. (laughs) Someone else's money they gave to me to spend whatever I see fit. Um, I, that's literally what I did for Tiana. It's all because it's like this really like 1920s, beautiful New Orleans kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what I love. I will also say this. I know we've shit on my wedding story, but the built by items in weddings. Oh, they're great. Oh my God, they're beautiful. They're great. Minus the chunky stained windows. Yeah, I have yet to use those. The like churchy kind of windows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they they already did beautiful stained glass windows in Realm of Magic. So I know they have the ability to do them. Why yeah. are they just, like literally? It just looks like they did it in paint, and they just filled the color. <laughs> That's literally what it looks like. Yeah. Um, no, but I agree. I definitely agree um, with those. I will say um, for fantasy base, if you're like, I know you're not like you don't really do fantasy base builds, but I would mm-hmm. say Get Together has mm-hmm. amazing shit. If you're looking mm-hmm. for like the like Grimm's brother and that type of stuff, especially like the windows and the doors and the mm-hmm. the patterns along the side, but. I think my guilty pleasure kit or pack I like to go to for stuff is get famous because I really like all the gaudy, the gaudy over the top. Oh my god! I used like what if before it was like actually before I wanted to show people my builds. I always use the curtains from that. You know the white gaudy gold, white and gold ones. I use that shit for everything. (laughs) Every room had kitchen those. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Right. Um. Speaking of loving it, I got perfect segue to I am loving you and the Simmers building challenge. Now, as a judge to a contestant, I want to hear what it's like once you get your challenge, you submit it. And then like, are you like anxiously waiting for us? Yes, to judge? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so like I remember the submission for the second week, which was the nooks and crannies one. Right. Yes. And this whole time I'm going into this and it's like, you know, my Instagram was just like, like at the beginning of this year, I've done like a complete rebranding of myself. Like before I was like, oh, you know, Kev, you know, builds or whatever. Like it was Mm -hmm. never like this, like very cohesive, like branding. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 2021, like a goal for me or 2022, the goal for me was to like rebrand and create like a more cohesive person. And so it was like Kev the Builder, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was obviously a playoff of Bob the Builder, which is, you know, this kid's show back in the day and, you know, can he build it? So that's where it started. And I started focusing more on builds. And then I came across this ad for the Builders game and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had reached out to Juby and I was like, hey, is this still a thing? can I be in it? Right. And she's like, yeah, I think there's like a couple people who aren't going to be in it anymore. So we have some like open slots. Are you still interested? I'm like, absolutely. Like this is totally fun. Um, So that first room challenge was like the introduction. The second room was the nooks and crannies. And I was like, well, I need to start playing this game in a way that it's not just little screenshots of what I'm building. It's Mm -hmm. actually like now putting these builds in like a presentation form to like focus on things and elements that I want you, the judges to see, because, you know, a picture is a thousand words here. And, you know, if it's not, you guys weren't downloading them at that time, I don't think. So it was just based on pictures. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I had done for that one, like a master bathroom. And it was this like really cool, like oval vanity that's like free floating in the space. And I had these like debug sticks sides down to create the curvature of those vanities. And then that gridded uh, shower enclosure. And I was like, this looks so cool. Like this is like awesome and stuff like that. I was really proud with it. And I, that was the first week that I had been in the top three. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I had done 
the one after that, which was the loft challenge, right? Yeah, which yep. was the let there be light one. And I was like, okay, this is cool. We're creating a story box kind of thing. And I was like, you know, I submitted it and I was confident with it. And then I was like, oh, I didn't do well on that one. You know, like it's, it's, it was interesting. And I, I, I think the biggest challenge here is like, I don't know hundred percent criteria on like what you guys are judging on, you know? And so it's like, what one judge might really like the other one might see that as like a problem in the judge. So I don't know if there's like an official rubric in ways of what's being judged here. Um, but the, the challenges have been so fun. The, mm-hmm. Ju- what Juby has created is absolutely amazing. And like to get this group of 33, you know, builders together and then all of these like Sims judges together. Like, I think this is great to, for like community building and everything. Um, but the, the turnaround for like getting the results for that first challenge, I was like checking discord, checking Instagram. Like, did I miss something? Did I miss something? You know? <laughs> so No, I will say the first week we were all like, uh, when do we start judging? Is it midnight? Like first, the first week we were like midnight, what time? Yeah. Because Juby is, uh, PST. Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. So we're Eastern. Wait, no, yeah. I'm, I'm Eastern. You're central. I'm central. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, we're all scattered around the world. We're like, who's midnight? Yeah. Nobody knew. Nobody, nobody understood knew. the Pacific. <laughs> yeah. So we're sitting there we're like, oh, I don't know. But I will, I will say, so the judges do, I can't tell you how we judge, but we do have, um, it is break it. It is broken down into okay. a couple categories or uh, ranked from different. Do they follow this? Did they not? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say some of the judges, um, are very intense yeah. uh, with their judging. Um, Good. I, I am the Paula Abdul. I was like, <laughs> this looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because like everybody who is on the judge panel is belongs to be there. And then like, who's the saucy girl? Isn't she like the Rose Chronicle storyteller lady? Like, how did she get? here i'm like because i'm friends with juby that's how i got here <laughs> well that's, you're a good builder too though i mean I, your sailor moon like crystal castle thing that you did and then you know the harry potter collab that you've done and you know you did a cupcake shop with giant cupcakes on the top of it i mean like there's there's creativity in all different realms of this you know like, i appreciate that you did your research on me <laughs> No one ever does. But I'm just saying, like, I I have to do like that, like social media stalking a little bit. Like that's how all of this happens. They're like, she's judging my stuff. Let's see. But yeah, Yeah. like, see, like the thing is I, I like to be a jack of all trades. I like to do, I I used to be like classified as a builder. I'm like, I just can't build every day. I get bored. I can't do cats every day. I'd get bored. If I did storytelling, I would get bored. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I would definitely say it's fun being a judge. I apologize. I apologize on behalf of the judges. If we scare the shit out of you guys, like every week, (laughs) we're just, it's so hard. I honestly, I will say judging is one of the hardest things I've ever done uh, in the Sims community because all you guys are just amazing so talented here you know and it's just getting more and more difficult because we're getting to like I used my wild card this week I was like I need a mental break she had like released what the challenges were up to this point I was like terrain like that is not my forte like I so like last week was when a lot of people used their wild card and it was like only seven simmers being judged that week. And I was one of them. And I was like, oh crap. So like three out of seven people 
are going to be going home this week. And I was like, should I be using my wild card this week? Cause everybody else is. And I was like, no, Kevin, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You know, it's so anyway, so like the last two challenges I have been in the top three. And yes. so last week was the art nouveau or not art, the bow arts themed build, which I had so much fun doing that. Um, and the week before that was, uh, the color wheel challenge. I really like the color wheel one. I thought yeah. everyone did a really good job. Oh yeah. With yeah, the color yeah, wheel. Yeah. Um, what has you been your favorite challenge so far? Um, that, the architectural one, architectural. like the, yeah, the architectural themed one where it was like creating, cause it's like, you have to hit these things, you know, to make it look like that period, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you don't hit those criterias, it's, you know, it doesn't look good, you know? So, and I think that's the difference also between, you know, say somebody who's just building, you know, a mid-century modern house to somebody who's actually like putting the thought and effort into, you know, historical representation of something, you know, like, does that make sense? No, I for, sure, okay. no for sure it does. <laughs> um, no, I, cause I was going to say, that's going to leave you to Chicago, but I want to wrap up this little segment of it, that yes. you are doing an amazing job in the builders contest. And I hope you make it to the final three, to I be honest too. with you. I hope, I hope. Yes, I have like, like uh, everything's crossed. <laughs> I, got my, I got my toes crossed for you too. Yeah. Um, no, your, your stuff on there is amazing. Cause I, I, I love your branding. That is smart to do with yeah. when it comes to branding, because that's yeah. how you can establish who people are. Um, one final question about this, and then we're going to switch to Chicago. Your Instagram posts are always very well put together. Mm -hmm. um, what reshades and what edits edits do you do before you put everything on Instagram? So I am new to reshade. Uh, didn't start reshade until like the beginning of this competition. So like in February. And mm -hmm. um, the first time I put it on, I was like, this isn't working. It's like super flashy. Something's not working. Like, I don't understand like what I need to turn off to make this work. And so finally I talked to a few other streamers who use it and they were like, Oh, it's the dynamic lighting checkbox on like this page under options. Like you have to turn that off. Otherwise it will keep flashing and stuff like that. So I use, um, I use dove mm -hmm. a ton um, and then the one that I've recently found that I absolutely love is called Apollo and it is like a warmer hue. It doesn't give you the depth of field that Dove does like Dove blurs the background because that's yeah. what you want to do when you're taking like pictures of storylines and stuff like that. Probably what you use for Rose Chronicles and stuff like that. Um, no, I, I use the, I don't use the black background blurry guy. I no. use, um, vibrant. That was a great face. I know. I was thinking, I was thinking, I was like, well, I don't, to be honest, I don't even know, but I haven't updated it because yeah. I, don't, I don't want to update my computer because God forbid it's working, I'm working yeah. on everything that it's yeah. working right now. Yeah, right. But I used to use kaleidoscope and, yeah. and that one's, that one's super it, broken for me now. It's like grainy. Like when I put it in, like it's very grainy, but Apollo's like very clean. Mm -hmm. There's like a slight haze over top of it. And then it just like warms everything up. And then I usually take those screen captures and there is a software called Photoscape um, that you can get for free, but you can also, I think lifetime memberships like 60 bucks. So it's not like horrible, um, but it's got like all these like pre-adjusted filters on it that just allow you to manipulate it a little bit more. And if you wanted to add like, you know, a light, um, 
glow or if you wanted to add like you know lightings coming in through the windows and stuff like that like there's there's that capability to do that so I love that um I just throw mine in photoshop yeah I have photoshop too but it's it's, sometimes it's a little too complicated for me (laughs) oh yeah no no I just I just throw shit in there I'm like ah it's got good to go yeah. uh no Kev, i love your instagram I, I think and that's something that's great about the community like you can ask people for help oh yeah not only will they help you yeah they will sometimes give you the files be like mm-hmm. oh for sure use that yeah. that was yeah. how I, that's how i was introduced to reshades was my first ever youtube video yeah uh, with my failed let's play um <laughs> i only ever had two episodes because still to this day rachel when she sits goes to her farm stands there and does nothing <laughs> and i just I'm like, I can't be bothered. I'm not a let's play girl. I'm not a speed girl. I'm not a cast girl. Yep. I do inter- I do interviews. That's yep, what you're yep. here for. I, hear I love my, it. I'm here for my speed build. I don't give a yeah. shit what I build. <laughs> I, I know, I know that. Yeah. Um, but they said to me, they're like, you need to use uh reshade your game play is too dark. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck's a reshade? <laughs> and I go, I was like, oh. And yeah. then I and then I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And then it like would just crash my game all the time. I was like, oh, I'm not using that. No, yeah. And then I found the one that works. And I just leave it on all the time. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's fine. As if I need to do anything, it's Photoshop. It's yeah. just I'll do it there. Um it's funny when you go back to playing without the reshade though. Mm-hmm. It looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it truly, it truly it does. It looks so different. Now, oh my so. gosh. Um Good segue. You know what's not horrible? Chicago. I love Chicago. I love Chicago. I love Chicago yeah. so much. Okay, so I got a couple of Chicago questions for you, and then I'm gonna let you go on your merry way because okay. I gotta I gotta go summer spotlight in uh, yeah. 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I I didn't think this one was gonna go as long as it did, but uh, no, I I'm loving this. Um, okay. okay, so when it comes to Chicago, I want you to explain to everybody why Chicago style pizza is better than a New York pizza. Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) I'm originally from St. Louis. So like, you know, four and a half hours South of Chicago. And I would say their pizza is the absolutely (gasps) best, but, uh, cause it's cracker thin, like it's Uh... like basically super thin crust pizza. However, if you're in Chicago and you have to get a pizza, I am hands down pro Lou Malnati's is the, is the brand that I am, I am devoted for. And, um, none of this Giordano's, Gino's East, none of that is, is going to be the same. Lou Malnati's is the one that you go that go to. And, um, it's all pan made mm-hmm. and they have like a butter crust. So it gets like super crispy inside the pan and so it's like a backwards pizza. So it's like crust, then they put the cheese and then they put the toppings and then they put like the sauce on top, which mm-hmm. is so bizarre. But I can only eat like one or two slices and then it like fills me up because it is such a dense pizza. But it the next day, heat it up like in the oven. Oh, so good. So good. Um, but it's it's it's. You know, you're fork and knifing it though, too. That's oh, yeah. the other thing. You know, you can't like New York style pizza, you can fold and like eat like a taco kind of a thing. Like Chicago pizza, you can't do that. You know, it's fork and knife. So no, a little I'm, classier, I will say. <laughs> Kevin, I don't know if you yeah. just know, but we just became best friends because I'm a Lou girl. Yes. Through and through. Yes. Um, my fiance likes Giordano. So this is how we usually go. So we'll mm. get there. Mm. So like we, or you, a Friday to usually a, 
sorry, Thursday to a Sunday is usually yeah. like our time will go. So Thursday yeah. night, we'll always go to Giordano's for him. Yeah. And then he'll be like, how do you let me do this to myself every time? And I'm like, cause you want to go here. I'm not going to say, no, it's pizza. Yeah. Um, and then we go to lose on the second night. Yeah. So I can remind him that lose is much better. better it is. Anytime. So like the waitress asked me, do you want to add butter, the butter crust for 60 cents? And I'm yeah. like, what devil says no? Yeah. yeah. Like, who says no to that? <laughs> the first time I was ever, first time I ever had Chicago style pizza, I think it was like five or six. Mm-hmm. And I remember my stepmother ordered a salad for the table. And I'm like, Look where you are, woman. Like, yeah. A salad? Who needs a salad when you're having pizza? Um, no, I love Luminati's. Um, I wish, I wish they would deliver to Canada or I could like, they just won't, they will not travel to we the can't, They can't ship it. They can't ship it. They can ship it all over the States, but they can't ship it to Canada. But I, I but su- if I buy it and then ship it to you, you we could do that. You could buy it and <laughs> yeah. ship it to me. I'll make it, I'm, I'm going to go to Chicago probably some point this year because I know. need, I need to, oh, we're having a pizza date. Yeah. It's, it's already set in stone. Yes. Um, Cause like, I like to like, Cause like, this is like the best part. So like in Cal, like I used, I I go to California a lot as well. And everyone in California is always like Mm -hmm. talks about like how to get there by streets. They're like, Oh, you got to go to home Depot. Okay. You take a left on sunshine. You take a right on Vista, but that's not the good one. You keep going. You take a right on I-95. You just keep going. Like that is like, it's so funny because it's so true. Now when I'm in Chicago, I always like to stay obviously on the mile. Yeah. Um, I've stayed at the Felix Hotel. That's fine. Eight, Hotel eight Felix. Times. Yeah. I like Hotel Felix. At least eight times. We stayed at the Chicago Inn. That one was sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fun though. The building had character, but yeah. it was uh, sketchy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God. I, I've lost my thought of where I was going to go with that. Um, but Directions. Um, directions. directions. Oh, right. yes. okay. Yeah. So I've sat there. I'm like, okay, so we're on Ontario Street and then we got to go to Erie because it's literally H-O-M-E-S. It's literally. Yeah. The, it's the um the great lakes yep, so we'll yep. set there okay so run ontario we got to keep going and then we got to go to the disney store okay i need to ask you this is mm-hmm. the disney store still there no they just closed it <gasps> yeah i will say i will say during covid yeah michigan avenue is mag mile um yeah, yeah. is not as bumping as it used to be because a lot of these stores have like pulled out and everything, but they still have like a lot of these like touristy shops that are going in there and everything. But if you want like the really good, like fun shopping experiences, you want to go over to what they call the Viagra triangle, which is like over like in the gold coast a little bit. And uh, there's like all these like good restaurants. And the reason why they call it that is it's like a good place for like these older guys to like, you know, find dates for the night kind of a thing. <laughs> no. Okay. I was, I was listening to everything you said. But it's yeah. Uh, we used to love that's that's always where we our first stop we would because like we'd stop at Walgreens yeah because you guys sell liquor at, at, a, at, at a drugstore drug which store. not a thing in Canada they just yeah. started liquor at grocery stores like that was oh. it's only been a thing for about eight years mm-hmm. and in our LCBO because like like if you want to buy alcohol in Ontario there's only two places you can get it uh dr- grocery stores that 
have the liquor license and the LCBO. And that is it. There's nothing. There's no like mom and pop shops. It's that or this. Mm -hmm. So we're like, I'll go to Walgreens and spend one US dollar and buy the cutest tiny bottle of wine. So I'll (laughs) buy, I'll buy a couple of those amongst all the rest of my liquor and I'll drink those between stops for the rest of the day. So we stop at Walgreens <laughs> and then we go to the Disney store and I spent so much money there. Yeah. It's not there anymore. I, I know. And the front facade of that Disney store was so like, yeah. it was like all the carved concrete, like all going around it and everything. And it's just like, so what's there now that it's just empty right now. So that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where childhood dreams go to die. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> You can go to Dylan's candy bar, which is like right next door yes. to it, you know, and go get some candy and hopefully cheer you up a little bit. But yeah, it's, At least that's still it's there. not there anymore. But have you ever done um, the architectural boat tours? I was going to say, I was going to say that was my next. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, I have. I've done it every time I've been there. I've done it. I've done it no matter what the temp it's is. So good. I I've OK, so. When I was getting, so the last time I was in Chicago is when I got engaged. Um, yeah. And I thought my fiance was going to propose to me on the cruise. Oh. I thought that um, because I had the sunset cruise. And so you was, did the, the lakefront sunset yeah, one, the lake, right? Uh, yeah. So lakefront sunset one. And I'm like, yeah. he's going to propose to me here. Yeah. And I, everyone was like taking their time. Like, we got to go. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And everyone's just like, we're playing this. I'm like, our cruise starts in like fucking 15 minutes. We got to go. <laughs> And I'm like, and my best friend, I, I, I saw him like, put your fucking lipstick on when we're on the goddamn boat. Let's fucking go. And where I'm just like running and they're like, let's take a photo. And I, I have the, I have the photo. It's like, it's over there. Yeah, but yeah. I'll, I'll show you after. We're just like, Ugh. so I'm like, okay. Like I'm like, I'm looking hot. I'm like, I'm super skinny. I'm in my cute little outfit. I'm like, okay, I think this is the night I'm going to propose. It didn't happen. I was oh. devastated. I was like, Oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. no. Uh, but I had fun. Mm-hmm. And then we had pizza for dinner. And then the second day, I was like, okay, he's just not going to propose on this trip. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. So also, this is also like the worst trip I've ever had in my life because my girlfriends were fighting with it. Like, so there was my my three tight girls. And then I was trying to introduce this new girl into the group, this yeah. really tight knit group. And she was trying to make this vacation all about her. Mm. And my best friends <laughs> who had like, or with my ride or die bitches, don't like her. Mm. And they're basically were like, this is Stassi's trip. How dare you try to ruin this? Yeah. So everyone's fighting with one another. I'm at my wits end. I Saturday night before I get here, I'm crying my eyes out at a P of Chang's bathroom being like, <laughs> that's a picture. <laughs> I'm like, everyone's fighting with one another. This is supposed to be my birthday trip. Like, I just can't take this anymore. I'm so stressed. I just want to go home. I'm telling this to my fiance. And also he's been acting weird this entire trip. Now now knowing he's about to propose to me, but he was acting like, I was like, oh, okay, let's go this. Yes. And he's a very, he's a Hufflepuff. He's a sweet, gentle baby soul. So he's like, he's anxious. So it comes to Sunday. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. Because we're going to go shopping. So we're going, and I'm like, you know what? We don't even have to go to the bean. He's like, we are going to the bean. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, we're going to the bean. Like, okay. Yeah. So we get there. It's in like 
like it's got to be 110 Fahrenheit. It was we are so wet, and we had walked from the top of the mile to the beam. <laughs> and like as shopping stuff, because we had gone shopping because we were heading to State Street next. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, okay, let's just get this photo done. Like, I need to go and get myself a, a lemonade or something. I'm sweating. And he's sitting there and he's sweating. And I'm like, Jesus, man, like, do you need a towel? He's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. So he he goes, he's like, and he's doing this. Like he's, I'm like. Like he's looking for something? Yeah, I'm like, who are you looking for? He's like, for everybody. <laughs> They're over there. And he's like, okay. So they, they come back and he's like, okay, we're going to go take our photo together. Just the two of us. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I go over. And he looks at me and he grabs my hands and every girl knows in that exact moment, holy fuck, I'm getting proposed to. Yeah. It like hits you. (laughs) Cause then I don't know how to react, what to say. You think you, like, I knew I was going to get proposed. You think I would have had a plan. No, I did not have a plan coming into this. So anyways, here, um, he gets out on one knee. I say, yes, I start like, start doing that. We have at least hundreds of people watching us at this. Well, point. yeah, there's, yeah, and they're like cheering. And there's a there's a, there's a video, and there's a girl in the background going like, like oh. This. oh my god, you're so cute. So I didn't say yes. I just took the ring. <laughs> that works too. That that's, works. That's... I was, yeah, and after I said I do, or yes. See, I'm like <laughs> when I when my husband proposed to me, we were downtown Chicago too. We and we were staying at this really cool eco-friendly hotel called the Dana. And it's like, <gasps> is so it, is it nice? It's, it's super nice. And they have a great spa there and everything. So we had just gotten like a couple's massage and then we go back and he had worked with the concierge to uh, have champagne and chocolate covered strawberries delivered to the room yeah. while we were away. Right. And we go up there. I was like, what is this? Like what's going on here? You know, kind of a thing. And then he's like, well, you know, and it's going through the whole spiel. Like, I want to, you know, you mean so much to me, blah, 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 and everything. And it's like, oh, this is like really happening right now. Like, this is really happening. And so he gets down and he proposes. And I'm like, yes, of course, of course. And then like, I'm like, did you talk to my parents? Like, I'm like, so old school. Like, did you get there? Like, did you talk to my dad? Did you do all this and this and this? And he's like, yes, of course, of course. And then like, I'm like, so excited. And like, I start calling people. Nobody answered their phone. (laughs) Nobody answered their phone. And then I like, as I'm like trying to call everybody, we like walk out the door and we're like going around the block. I'm still trying to call people. And we end up in front of Tiffany's and it was like, it's just meant to be like, this is meant to be. This is where, this is where the ring's coming from. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, it was, it was very cute. Very cute. We've been married for since 2015 now. So. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Especially wow. throughout COVID. Like that's, yeah. oh yeah. It's been a test. It, it has, but I feel yeah. like if you can stick together throughout a mm-hmm. pandemic, you can work it out. I would, I would say for like me and my fiance, we've actually gotten a lot closer mm-hmm. throughout the pandemic because it, it came down. It was just me and him. Yeah. We live in a city without any really family and now we're starting to make friends. Yeah. So we don't have like, if we get into a fight, I can't just go stay at my mom's house or go to a friend's like it's our house. And yeah. And I would say our communication has, it's the best it's ever been because yeah. we sat down and we stopped 
assuming that the other person knew what the other person mm-hmm. wanted, but had that communication. So there was no assumptions and everyone yeah. just knows. Yeah. And I will say this, and then we'll go back to the architecture. Um, no one teaches you how to have proper communication with nope. a partner, right? Nope. It's something that you learn with time. And sometimes some people don't even learn it. Yeah. Right. It's the, it's the seriously the base of everything, Yep. you know? Exactly. And if you have your partner and no matter how far you think deep you're down, as long as you Mm -hmm. guys have each other, you can always lift each other back up. Yeah. Right. That's beautiful. I know, right? (laughs) Look at me get sappy on on here. Um, (laughs) Buildings. Okay. I have to ask you this because I've, Mm -hmm. so I've done the architecture cruise back, back to the architecture. So I've done that so many times I've done is I've done all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, what is your favorite building style in Chicago? Because that's literally where architectures go as their dream and have like these amazing buildings. There, you know, there is such a diverse, like uh, there's so much architecture in Chicago, which is what's so beautiful about it. Like you mm-hmm. have stuff that is from, you know, right after Art Deco, you know, yep. with the, um, you know, the John Hancock, you know, that's out there, which is this huge, mm-hmm. I, I just finished to set my second condo in that building and I'm like terrified of heights. Right. And so this project, the first one was like on like the 64th floor, which, you know, was fine. But this one that I just finished was on the 83rd floor. Right. And you have to like go, you have to take an elevator from ground up to the 40th floor, which is like the entrance to the residences and then you have to take another elevator from that floor up to the 83rd and so like the whole process of just like getting up that high takes like 15 20 minutes (laughs) you know it's just like outrageous but you know that is such a a distinct point in architecture because that building was actually built with the structure on the outside of it so that's why you see a lot of these x's on the outside of the building and then it has a pendulum in the middle of it to help with the sway in the wind and everything um we have a frank gary uh structure for our amphitheater in millennium park there by cloud by the bean right mm-hmm. yep. and such an iconic architect who the way that he creates his buildings is based on um sculpting so he Mm -hmm. would take aluminum foil and he would just kind of like form shapes out of it and so that's like the Disney Opera House in LA he's done a ton of things over in Germany and you know in Europe and so it's awesome to have that and then there is a bunch of um, female um, architects in Chicago that are making a hit and one of them is the Aquas building which is um it's right on the river and mm-hmm. it has the Radisson blue in the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And it has this really cool, like all the balconies are like this curved like wave as they, as you look through it. And it's just so, so iconic. So you have something that's like historically built, something that's abstract and then something that's like very contemporary all in the same city, which is what's so amazing about it. Right. Um, there's nothing to be said when you walk down and you just like, you see all these buildings. Now I have the most basic bitch answer, um, yeah. to my favorite architectural style, which is the corn cob buildings oh. to, to me. <laughs> no matter, towers. <laughs> yeah. Wherever I am, I know exactly. If I see, I'm like, Oh, it's Chicago. Like you I know where it is. I know yeah. exactly where it is. Yeah. Everything's beautiful there. My second favorite, um, I have a soft spot. Like I, before I, I well, originally I wanted to be a veterinarian, then a lawyer, but mm-hmm. I wanted to be an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love 
art. So obviously mm-hmm. anytime I'm in Chicago, I have to go to mm-hmm. the art Institute. Oh, for that sure. building yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And the I, contemporary wing that they just put onto it mm-hmm. is stunning. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's, it's, I love, um, that building. I also like the building. I can't remember the name, but it's flipped upside down. Flipped upside down. Yeah. So like the, so the smaller part, it goes up like this. Interesting. I, yeah. So they, they specifically built it. So, so it's the bigger parts above and it Because they were probably buying airspace above the other buildings like next to it or something. Yeah, but that, that was yeah. the whole point is like, let's have these bigger buildings. Let's do that. So yeah. that one, I can't remember where it is, but it's it's on it's on the lake. Yeah. Because the yeah. guy I was sitting talking to, like he specifically he specifically did it to, for the building next to him, basically like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna make I'm gonna build a bigger one. Um now I got one final question when it comes to Chicago. Yep. It's like geek out anytime I see Toronto. Mm-hmm. If you ever watch anything and you geek out and you're like, holy shit, that's Chicago. I know exactly where any Michael Bay film, obviously, because they're all filmed in Chicago. Yeah. But you're yeah. just like, does it ever just like take you back for a second? Like, I was like, oh, like I know exactly where this is. Like I walk past here every day when you're like yeah. watching a film. Yeah. I mean, I, where we live, we're like north of the city by like 25 minutes. Right. Mm -hmm. And John Hughes used all of these areas, all these neighborhoods up here for his movies. Right. Mm -hmm. So I drive past the home alone house all the time. I drive past uncle Buck's house all the time. 16 candles. I drive by all the time. Uh, Ferris Bueller's friend, um, I can't think of what his name is right now, but his house is in my neighborhood, which is what's so neat. And it's actually a much like they used it for the garage for where the mm-hmm. Ferrari like fell out the back of it. It's a tiny, tiny house. Like it's not like they make it seem like it's like this super contemporary big mansion and stuff like that. No, it's literally that is the house. It's just that little glass jewel box. So, But that's a trick of, that's a trick of magic. It's all smoke and mirrors. Exactly. Um, Cause like, so I, I live in Kitchener. It's a very small town, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm from London and like, yeah. they don't film anything in London. Like, yeah. I feel like they would film like, like a PSA for drug use, like not to do meth. Yeah. That's what they're filming in London. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm very close to Toronto. Like, like literally the, the joke in Canada is Toronto's center of the universe. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. Like, yeah. like if, like if Toronto was to fall, Ontario would fall. Yeah. Like it, that would, that's literally how we make our money. Mm-hmm. is in that city mm-hmm. um, but anytime I see anything like oh my god it's like Toronto and stuff like I was really excited to see Turning Red the latest Disney movie because it's filmed in Toronto it's a Pixar oh, movie okay. yeah so it's a Pixar like they had like they drew the CN Tower what I actually liked about it the most it talked about an immigrant family yeah. coming and having a better life in Toronto and Chinatown. Yeah. And it, it didn't, it didn't clue into me until I was talking to the Disney some about that. That's something that I don't think about, but it's very true that a lot of people do migrate to Canada. Oh, for sure. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. And, as, and to the U S as well. And yeah. it, it was just so cool to see like such diversity, mm-hmm. but I think the moment that got me is they made Tim Hortons Timbits in the movie. Yeah. Now, that's such a Canadian thing, but it wasn't like on the nose, like making fun of us. Like yeah. it was just like, that is a thing. Yeah. Like you, you've you just finished practice or school, you go get Timbits. Like that's, there was, there that's was the shit. Tim Hortons. So I think they have Tim Hortons in like Michigan like oh, yeah. area, but there was a hot second. There was a Tim Hortons that was in my hometown, St. Louis back in the day. And like, I remember going to it once. And then like the next time I went there, it was like gone. Like, yeah. I don't know, like <laughs> it was like, I think Starbucks like just like pushed them out. And unfortunately, like, I wish that wasn't the case because Starbucks is not the end all be all. 
So. No, it's, it's, it's a very expensive coffee place. I mean, yeah. who can afford it's an $8 latte. Yeah, right. That, yeah. So I would say here, I would say Tim Hortons is number one for coffee. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking like a drip. Yeah. Starbucks is latte. McDonald's is kind of just everything in between. And then your mom and pop shops pick up the bougie lawyers that yeah. uh, can afford to have those. And the hipsters too. And the hipsters. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Tim Hortons is like the place you go. Like it's literally like, cause it's like, that's our donut shop. Like we don't have like a Dunkin' Donuts or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. that's where you go and get your dollar donuts. It's Tim yeah. Hortons. But yeah, I, it was just, it was so cool to see that. It was just, it was just nice to see that like, we weren't like, you know, like in igloos and like <laughs> we didn't have parkas. I had an American ask me um, where my parka was. I'm not fucking an avatar. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not part of the water nation. <laughs> no, but I mean, it does get cold there too. Like I'm sure you have similar weather to what I have, right? Yeah. We're, or, we're on this. Yeah. Like, should, yeah. If, if you're getting snow, we're getting you're, snow. You're getting snow. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's my, but it's mostly people from the South that yeah, like I'm think sure. that, uh, Nebraska is as North as it gets. Doesn't yeah, get yeah. any North. Nothing's, than that. nothing's more North than that. <laughs> right. Cause like I joke that, yeah. um, so like, there's parts. So like I am pretty South in mm-hmm. Ontario because Ontario is massive oh yeah yeah so like there are places that you can't even get to in this province because mm-hmm. it's just trees yeah um, just wilderness and, yeah exactly that's where yeah. the bears live mm-hmm. it's scary to think that there are some parts of this province that you can't even get to because it's bears yeah um but there's a part where I like to call which is beyond the wall because it's so north that it's like there's still snow there in a, yeah. like, right now. Yeah. And everyone thinks like, oh, Canada's beyond. It's like John like, Snow in like, yeah. the Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. But my girlfriend lives. I'm like, it's cold up there. It's cold. Yeah. You're beyond the wall. They're like, Stoss, this is nothing. You can yeah. still, like, you've been norther than this. I'm like, I'm not saying that there are also, yeah, this is the starting point of beyond the wall. This is what, this is where the, the guy was with all his wives and his children and stuff. Yeah. That's where you are. I'm not talking, you got to keep going. There's more North, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways, Kevin, I want to say it's been an absolute pleasure. Sitting talk. I feel like we've become fast friends. Of, um, uh, yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. Um, why don't you tell everybody where you can find your work? You can find me on the gallery from name Kev the Builder. Uh, Instagram is Kev the Builder, just no E. And um, Instagram, Kev the Builder. So and please, 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 please go follow Kevin. He's absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, if you have not as well, please, I mean, this will this is not airing till June. I'm assuming the building challenge will be done by then, but please go yeah. check out we'll the see. challenge <laughs> as well. Um, I know, I think she is planning a second season. I'm pretty, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure she's, she's doing that. I'd have um, fun being a judge if, if she wanted it, you know? Yeah. Like, that could be fun. Come join the judges panel. It's, it's a lot of, it's, it's fun, but also like terrifying at the same time. We just have two yeah. different eras of terrifying. So I don't, <laughs> I don't want to judge somebody to be like, I hate you now because you judged me. Long. I'm like, no, right. just, it just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Should, you know, like the tiniest violin. But anyways, Kevin, it has been an absolute pleasure. Please go follow Kevin the Builder on all the platforms that I have below. He is an, impart, an amazing part of the Sims community and I'm very excited to see what the rest of the year holds for you. Thank you. You are very welcome. Again, <laughs> again thank you for so much for coming here today and listening to me ramble for almost two hours. <laughs> yeah, totally. It didn't even feel like two hours. Right? And that's what I love yeah. about these things. We're just literally, we're just two, we're just two Sims lovers talking about yeah. a game that we love to hate. Yep. Anyways, Kevin, it's been a great pleasure getting to know you today and have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. (laughs) Bye.